FM HD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's time for the top four at four with LeVac and Gaz. <laughs> time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's Roger by Malakanda with Al. Go out of the way to please you. Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? Let's do this one more time for no. those. For those who might have missed it in our first hour, the college football playoff has now been decided. Five plus seven. Five automatic bids going to teams who are going to represent their conference championships. And then seven at large. Well, back, we talked a lot about this in hour number one. If you missed it, Apple, Spotify, the iHeart app. Turn on those automatic downloads for LeVac and Gaz. Yeah. I don't know if I got this answer out of you. Do you like the 12-team format? Do you think it's good for the history of the future of college football? I do right up until they start yelling and complaining that it needs to be a 16-team or something. Ah, that's right. Um, no, I, I like it. I, I think 12 is good. I think I think if you can get your – I assume there would be a Power 5. I think someone's going to go fill that vacuum. So if you can get your conference champs from all five, and then you can add in seven more good teams, it should be fun to watch. We should should add a lot of, uh, a lot of drama, more games. I, I, I also assume – that it means that some of the lesser bowls will get kind of flushed out for this. I wonder if they'll change the rules. Uh, you got to have six wins to get in a bowl game. They felt like a rule that was just accepted. Then, uh, well, it's it's COVID. Five's fine. Uh, we have a bowl game. Will you come, please? We'd like to make money. Curious if that rule of six wins changes across college football. You know what would be a fun? Uh, I'll take that back. I said, you know what would be a fun concept if they had a bowl game where it would be an FBS versus an FCS team, but... They have their own playoff, guys. They play for a championship. We'll move on to story number three as I start talking to myself again in the microphone. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets have made a coaching change, LeVac. Jacques Vaughn, no longer the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. It is now Kevin Ali. If you haven't been following the timeline of the Brooklyn Nets head coach, Jacques Vaughn was the coach, and then he was fired because Steve Nash was hired, but he actually wasn't fired. He was just demoted to assistant coach. And then Steve Nash got fired. And then Jack Vaughn's like, can I be the coach again? They're like, sure. You're now the head coach again. And then this time he really did get fired. Kevin Ollie, you might remember that name. He helped lead UConn to a national championship before he had some sanctions placed on him. Well, back, I read a stat today from NBA Central that this season, from the start of the season until now, that the Brooklyn Nets local fan base, 38% of the fans have left. When we talk about viewing the team, the only team that's higher is the Portland Trailblazers. That's at 60%. Does it matter who the head coach is for the Brooklyn Nets? Is this team have a long way to go before they're relevant again, especially even here in New York? Yeah, it, it feels that way, but let's be let's be real. I mean, if they if they stop the bleeding and build something that that wins basketball games, they'll be they'll be back to being like at least conversational. The funny part is they always want to take over New York. New York loves the Knicks. The Knicks are New York's team. You can you can be an also team, like you could be the other team, and if you win, you'll be talked about, you'll be loved. But if you think you're ever going to take New like every time the Nets are like, yeah, we're New York's team now, bleep you, blue and orange, well, you're wrong because look at it, look at the Knicks right now. Like, like no, good players, good stars, nobody like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, any of those guys and way more loved than you ever were. The New Jersey slash Brooklyn Net franchise has truly, over the last decade plus, done everything to be cool, and they still don't feel cool. 
They brought in Mikhail Prokhorov, who was the Russian billionaire who said he'd buy all the players. That didn't work out. He sold the team. They had Jay-Z as yeah. an owner at one point, but he had to get out because of the they agency. Had that scary-ass night mascot. They did have him. They had Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden, and Ben Simmons. They still didn't win. They've tried to be cool. They moved to Brooklyn. They were hipsters. <laughs> they still don't feel cool. I still don't find myself entertained by Nets basketball. And it wasn't just about 20 years ago where they actually were in the NBA Finals with very entertaining players like Jason Kidd and Vince Carter. I usually put this at number one, so that means there's a big story here at number one. Number two is Syracuse basketball taking on NC State today, and it's on our sister station, WGY. Coverage gets underway at 6 o'clock. Tip-off set for 7 o'clock is the orange take on the NC State Wolfpack. Programming note, Syracuse is here against Notre Dame, WOFX 95, 9 and 980 this Saturday. Three hours. When you and hear those names together, does that give you PTSD? What? For that trip that we went yeah, it does. to see Notre Dame versus Cuse for, for football? Yeah, because I also remember how fun those games were. You had three-point shootouts, Colin Falls, and Luke Heron, Goaty, Jerry McNamara. Now both teams aren't very good. Uh, LeVac, it feels like the bubble was burst over the weekend as Syracuse lost to a 10-win Georgia Tech team. Can you give me any hope? That even after that loss to Georgia Tech over the weekend, Syracuse basketball could get back on the bubble. Remember, I was just saying, like, if you put together some wins and a good team, people pay attention. Dude, you, you, you're never more than like a two to three game win streak away from telling me that Syracuse is in it. Like, it's, it's, you're, you're a diehard Syracuse fan. As long as they are mathematically alive, you got a chance, and I'm not going to talk you out of it. This hopefully won't offend some people, but this is the only comparison I can get to because it's on GY tonight. I feel like Syracuse basketball fans in 2024 are like Nikki Haley fans. They're like, hang on. If this, this, and this happens to President Trump, then we're back in this. Hang on. <laughs> if this way, well, I read a website. My cousin found a poll that if this bracketologist says these five, hang on. If they win the conference championship, that's if what we start playing like. with a rectangle basketball instead of a round one, I think we have a chance. I don't feel good about the Orange. I will root for them. I'm a Syracuse fan. I think it should be a really fun game tonight. This will probably be a one-possession game right I to the end. I predict at least one more time this year you're going to come in and tell me, they're back on the bubble, baby! They played so bad over the weekend. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And we move on to story number one here. Let me give you this guy's resume. 239 games with one team. 25 career postseason games, top 10 all-time, 10-time Pro Bowler, 16 years in the NFL, and one coach said this about this player who retired today, quote, he deserves every accolade someone could receive. He is a -a once-in-a-lifetime player, the best in NFL history at his position. That's Matthew Slater, who retired today. Second generation guy. Jackie Slater, his father, the Hall yep. of Famer. Hearing those type of achievements for Slater, who is a team captain for 13 straight seasons. What do you make of Matthew Slater's Hall of Fame resume? Is it a done deal slam dunk that he's going to be a Hall of Famer in years from now in Ohio? Get that gold jacket? I don't I don't know. It's so hard to get special teams guys in. I think we live in a day and age where Every fan feels more educated than they ever have before. Um, so you're seeing like people people argue about offensive linemen, people argue about kickers, people will argue about special teams focused guys. Uh, 
I think he gets in. I don't know how many tries it takes because he is he is a huge part of what they what they built in New England. You you got to win. Uh, Belichick will say it all the time. I got to win at least two of the three sides of the ball. I got to win offense, defense, and or special teams. He's a huge reason they won a lot of special teams battles. The hardest thing about Matthew Slater, and if you're a Boston fan, if you're a New England fan, it's a done deal, no doubt, Hall of Famer. Like regionally, this seems like it's not a doubt for Patriot fans. The problem is on a national scale, so, like what is his position? Ray Guy, you're a Raider fan. He yeah. was the punter. Yeah. Uh, Morton Anderson, who's in the Hall of Fame, he's a kicker. Devin Hester wasn't just a kick returner. He was a kick returner, punt returner, wide receiver. Matthew Slater is truly a special teams player. Yeah. Like gunner, kicker, right, returner. Right. Not really uh, long snapper, right? Yeah. Like just like, yeah. It's hard to say a football player is going in the Hall of Fame because like it, Percy Harvin was a football player. That's the first one to pop in my head because he was like a running back and a wide yeah. receiver. But I think I think that's why you're seeing this now, like right away. The second he says I'm hanging it up, the campaign begins. One coach said this. Belichick's going to say that. This one's going to say they're going to go to Jim Harbaugh. They're going to go. You know, hey, you were a special teams coordinator. Um, they're going to go to every big name special teams guy. Hey, should he be here? Devin Hester. Hey, you're in. Should he be in? Like it's there. It's got to be a full court press. It's got to be a campaign. To get him in, if he if he goes in, if he's a first ballot guy, that in my opinion shows that voters have learned there's more to the game than touchdowns and sacks. That you you got to win every play. Hester getting in is a huge part of his candidacy that he got in in the class of 2024. The next will be Adam Venateri when he's up. If he gets in, okay. So if Hester got in and Venateri got in, it's likely that Slater's going to get in. We do this a lot about football and especially basketball about if this guy was on a different team, how would he perform? That's like some of our favorite conversations in sports talk radio of how would he do if he played for this guy or had this guy as a quarterback? This is the ultimate example. Matthew Slater's Hall of Fame candidacy. Truly, like we'll just throw a team out there, the Giants, okay? If Matthew Slater was on the Giants, would he be viewed the same way as he would be viewed for the Patriots? Because the way Bill Belichick built a roster – was unique is the way right. I'll say it. Like, he did it his own way. I can't tell you the way Tom Coughlin or Brian Dayball or Mike Tomlin, other coaches would have always said Slater's going to be on the roster. No, no, no. We need a, another wide receiver. Right. We need another corner. We need. I can't confidently tell. So if I'm telling you, I don't know if he would have been on every roster. So he's a Hall of Fame. Yeah. If I have to ask, used to be my rule. If you're asking, the answer is no. If I had to put money on it, He's not on the first ballot. I he's think, gonna wait. I'm like I'm with you. I think he's yeah. waiting. I think so Belichick has to come out and tell you why. I think when Belichick comes out and goes, we took away 28 percent of the game because of what Matthew Slater did. What all this like? He's got to have some kind of analytic thing that shows you that like, hey, this is a stat you guys don't know exists. He won 45 percent of our special teams plays by himself. And then also people are like, oh, 45, that's big. Okay, all right. I think about him like Moose from the Cowboys, the big fullback, yeah. right? DJ, that the fullback really doesn't exist anymore. Fullback's likely never getting into the Hall of Fame again. This is also one of those categories of like Matthew Slater. And also, you know what? I didn't realize how deep this conversation was. I think how people view Belichick over the next few years does make sense. Like your Belichick point there of if Belichick's just like some old scientist screaming at a chalkboard, like, oh, we're going to trust him, huh? 
Oh boy. Yeah, but he's he's like he's Newton after we proved gravity was real. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's you know, he's not he's not Galileo sitting there going, No, no, these are planets and stuff, and everybody's like, Witchcraft No, it's like, oh no, that's why apples fall out of trees. No, okay, we listen we'll listen to you now. Einstein at the end of Oppenheimer. Sort of. <laughs> I still haven't watched it's, it. It's not good. <laughs> you let's told talk, me it wasn't good, so I haven't watched it. Let's talk about Mohawk Honda. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. If you're looking for a new vehicle in 2024, that is the spot for you. Had the pilot, the road trip back to Central road New York trip. this weekend. Uh, I don't know if there's cake in the back of my car now that they think oh, about no. I, don't, I don't think there is, but the kids were safe. I had five kids running around doing stuff. The nieces and nephews, they were safe. All in the car? There was a lot going on. <laughs> Mohawk Honda, I appreciate you. Mistakes were made. Thank you. I couldn't have done that. My car is safe, and especially if your family's expanding, you have more relatives and cousins more. You want that, maybe the vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Get it. That fits your budget as well. Shout out to everybody over there from Greg Johnson, Lindsey Herodin, Cam McKenna, who I worked with. Happy to hear that his shoulder's doing better, and the whole staff over there, Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Um. All right. I forgot what we're doing. I forgot, I, my, my list is missing. Well, yeah. I feel like you told me that there was something that happened over the weekend that you were a little shocked about, that you were very into. A, a topic you and I rarely ever talk about on this show. Is it show. Daytona time? I think is it, it is. I didn't know if you were going to let me do Daytona. I feel like there's a little angle here. All right, let's talk Daytona. I, I feel um, robbed and victimized by the Daytona 500 this year. I do. I feel, I, feel, I feel like I wasn't listened to, and it hurt me. That's coming up next, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by Pfizer. Liberty Mutual presents How to Be the Life of the Party. Okay, first turn the music off. Then ask for everyone's attention. Now, tell them that you customized your home insurance with Liberty Mutual and saved hundreds. Boom! Now everyone knows you're not just a pretty face. You have some brains inside that face that know how to save hundreds on home insurance. Woo! Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Based on recent survey of new customers who switched and saved. Underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Some troubles in Columbia County this afternoon in Stockport. Route 9 northbound is subject to closure because of a structure fire between Station Road and 9G. On the Northway, up and down the line, we're in pretty good shape. Certainly some building volume heading north through Latham, but you're up to speed. 787 so far, a pretty good ride. I-90, the throughway, and 890 look fine, too. Elevation 10,000 elevates your brand today with Elevation 10K, and uh, 10K.com is the way you do it. So Elevation10K.com. Check out the website. Phenomenal stuff. Uh, marketing plans, strategies, everything you're looking for. Website design, apparel, signage. If you need it, they either have it or they'll figure out how to get it for you. So that commercial we talked about earlier this month, Elevation 10,000 was behind. It's aired across New York State. My mom saw it. She's like, well, look at this. I don't know what she meant by that. I don't know if she meant like the football was involved in the commercial. Oh. She was startled. She was, she, I go, mom, Elevation 10,000, they're on our show. And she goes, you have a show? Oh, you know what? That doesn't matter. Elevation <laughs> 10,000. That's not your fault. She hates me. So she no, won't listen because I'm here. She just, she forgets sometimes. No, she knows <laughs> I do. She knows I do something. Something. Elevation 10,000 is more important about that though. Digital marketing. There's a way to elevate your brand right there, whether it's the television side, the audio side, connecting with the new business and more. They have a great group of professionals that will find exactly what you need going forward. And let's not forget, the Levac and Goss merch store is open. Woot, woot. Yeah, we're, uh, it, it's it's just one of those things that's just going to keep getting bigger, better as they go. Um, I, I love that. And my history of being a team president in you know arena football, I always have people reach out, how did you do this? How did you do that? 
the latest one is one of the other teams reached out and was like, how come your team store looks better than everybody else's? And I'm like, I, I refuse to tell you it's Elevation 10,000. I refuse to help you elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. I love the people who don't get that when I do it. Like, I'm just not going to tell you that it's this. And then they're like, well, why won't you tell me? And it's like, you know what? You just, I can't help you. There's no help for you. Oh, man. Um, this weekend, I was so close to it being a very profitable weekend. I was so, so close. I, you know that I enjoy, I'll bet some golf. Usually, you know, very, the, the beauty of betting golf and auto racing is you can usually do five, 10 bucks and bring back an amazing amount of cash because a lot, it's a lot of minus two fifties, minus three, minus eight, minus whatever. So we talked a little bit about the Daytona 500 last week to the point where I, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to tune in, I'm going to tune in. And, and, um, I don't like the vehicle or anything that Brad Kislowski drives anymore, but I said his name like 20 times. I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw a couple bucks on Brad Kislowski. And I'm like, I actually, you know, obviously I couldn't watch it when I wanted to because it got rained out, got delayed. Um, but I actually watched a little bit of it yesterday after I got done with the multiple jobs on President's Day, which I was like, I'm a little mad at Ben Nelson. You hear me, Ben? No president post for me on President's Day? Wow, Ben. Come on. He called me today. I didn't even answer him. Ooh. Probably posted yeah. about some other presidents like Ben Franklin or something. Yeah, I haven't done. I mean, how many how many arena football championships do they have? Yeah, exactly. I've I, got three rings. What did Franklin do? Right. Huh. What you do? Well, the worst president. Was he a president? Um, <clears throat> sure. So, but I did watch it, and I'm sitting there, and it's like, what is it, nine laps to go. And Kislowski's like right up in it. Like he's right there fighting for first. He's, I'm like, oh my God. I think he, he won one years ago. I mean, he's going to win another Daytona. I'm going to cash. And it was like, I think five bucks was bringing back like $140 or something like that. And I'm like, this is beautiful. Cause I, I don't have a lot of money in my account right now. I took everything out from the NFL. It's just, I just got a little bit in for some fun money. And I'm like, this is, this is so cool. This is the greatest. I'm, I'm about to, and not only am I going to win, I'm going to brag. It's going to be it's going to be over the top. You you don't even know. I picked this thing and it worked. And then William Byron, not a poet, not not a president, a NASCAR driver, gets into Kislowski, bumps him, takes him out. He causes a major crash, but William Byron's fine. William Byron is not only fine. William Byron goes on to win the Daytona 500. So he crushes my hopes and dreams. And, you know, listen, I know you picked up a decent, like, purse or championship money or whatever whatever you call it in, in auto racing, a glove box of money. I don't know, whatever it is. I would like $138 from you, please. I would like $138 <laughs> from, from William Byron. Here's what the Daytona 500 did for me. I thought I was in the clear this weekend. I, I was doing a bunch of other uh, child things. I had my first experience with a child playground as a father. and. I mean, I've texted you about that. I don't even know if I want to. So wait, were you going to children's playgrounds before? No, no, no. As a kid, I was obviously, but now I'm in a different role. You know what? Never mind. Back to my NASCAR (laughs) thing. Here's what I found out about the Daytona 500 and you just did it. If you've been wagering on sports, that was our first Sunday without football in a long time since August. 
if you've wagered a lot on football into LeVac's case, if you were very successful this past fall wagering on football and you had a Sunday without action, you are ready to place. Now, of course, this gets delayed till Monday, and that happens. You were very close to cashing. And I told you this on Friday. I said NASCAR was one of these sports that could, because of legalized wagering across the country, benefit in popularity. I said it was tennis because the people are up at 3 o'clock in the morning watching the Australian Open. It was golf because of the numbers being so big, and it was NASCAR. NASCAR jumped out. That was the talk for the last 48 hours in the sports world of how NASCAR was going to have this happen and the wagers that were going on and how to wager on NASCAR and everything else. But you mentioned the winner. Ending the race on a caution, if I'm not mistaken, LeVac, right? Caution flags mm. waving around a little bit. And that's mm. how the race. That is one of the lamest things in sports. One of the lamest. Could you imagine if you're watching the 100-meter dash and somebody pulls a hammy and they're like, hold on, hold on. We need you guys to start walking the rest of the race. Not too fast. Hang on, 1,600 meters. We need you guys to get to a, like a jog here, and then we'll figure out who's going to win the gold medal. We would never do this in anything yeah. else. It is lame. Can we wait? Can we do something? Ending on a caution in a race is lame. And we saw that, unfortunately, for NASCAR yesterday. And, and here's the other weird thing about it. And and I don't know if any – does anybody care? Because this is probably a good question for you and then for, like, a normal person. And I don't mean that as an <laughs> insult, even though it clearly sounded like one. I apologize. So, like, The Rock was, like, the, you know, the start your engines, Grand Marshal, whatever it's called. He's a bad guy right now in wrestling. Do do people, do you, like, I got to imagine that NASCAR and pro wrestling share a decent amount of their fan base. Yes. How many people do you think went there, like, mad that that the the mean, the evil Rock was the announcer, not the not the good Rock? I would say less than we think. I think there's more of a percentage of people that saw the rock and got excited rather than wait a second. He's in the storyline with the bloodline. Why is he? I think that I think it outweighs. I don't think it. they know storyline though. I think they just saw the rock and got excited. Uh, you, you know, the old uh, Florida man thing, right? Yeah. Yes. A buddy of mine's down in Florida right now for his grandfather's 80th birthday. And he sends a picture to a group that we're in. And he goes, well, first, first it goes, Someone asked me if I wanted to hold a baby raccoon. I said, hell yeah, I do. And then a picture came through, and the baby raccoon pooped on him. <laughs> and we all went, well, you're officially a Florida man. You have a you have a baby raccoon poop story. First of all, I've never seen a baby raccoon before. Second of all, it pooped on you. It's Florida. Daytona does not know. My point is, people are walking around asking people in, in, in Florida, hey, you want to hold a baby raccoon? And then... People are going to races and going, hey, look, it's The Rock. Where's your Where's your cousin, Roman Reigns? You come out here. Don't you come out here to my sport. We want Cody. We want Cody. <laughs> we want Dusty's little boy to win the title in Philadelphia. <laughs> I told you what was going to happen. What? I told you. They said, you, 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 the Rock ruined it. But Cody can't finish the story. Now we can't finish the race. Because the rock is here. Hey! Hope you're happy. Hope every one of you I sound like um it's like a nasally version of Larry the Cable Guy. I hope every one of you is happy. And we still want Cody. My cousin is covered in moles. Oh, sorry. 
old you know, Larry, Larry the Cable Guy bit. We were starting to get embraced by NASCAR fan there for a second. I thought for a good five, six minute they were going to appreciate what LeVac and Giles were doing, us in the third person, and then we insulted them with our accent. Guys, we cannot be embraced by NASCAR because oh. we're not their cousins. breathe all right that's your daytona 500 <laughs> coverage thanks to levac daytona daytoner it's the daytoner oh there's an r in there yeah you don't you gotta learn man you just right. don't you're just not cool don't get it you don't get it probably a rock fan i gotta pick a new uh you probably are you probably like him now you probably like rocky my vita i bet he calls him Dwayne. i bet he thinks he's the, you know what i'll tell you i'll tell you what i'll tell you what right now it he, he barely drives in those Fast and Furious movies. Where's Vin Diesel? His name is Diesel. I drive a diesel pickup. Corey's over there going, yeah! Corey's dad chimes in. This guy's making sense! <laughs> Get your nuts off the table, Corey! You and I just doing a NASCAR podcast for iHeartMedia. Just us doing those two voices <laughs> for 10 minutes straight, and that's like just a 10-minute podcast. Break it down weekly races. That's it. Fox, I do Fox need a driver. NASCAR, yeah. I do need a driver. I need. What do you mean? I need a Chevy driver. Oh. I need a new driver. I need a Chevy driver. I need somebody cool. But it has to be a Chevy. I can't. I can't root for Ford. You know what Ford stands for? Found on road dead. Bleeping outright dangerous. <laughs> My daughter's boyfriend's a mechanic. He's a big Ford guy. So I do this all day long. I like, didn't know that reference. <laughs> I just got here. You know, tell you, I'll tell you another thing it means. Cause I'm a Chevrolet fan. Okay. That's a fancy way to say Chevy. Uh, uh, fixed or repaired daily is another one. That's what it means right there. I tell you what. I was, I was stunned by the coverage of NASCAR, but you know what? Maybe this is the year for them. Maybe this is the year where legalized gambling continues to make the sport more popular. You know what they really need? I know you legalized I marijuana. That would make it more fun. Just fill it through those air holes in the car, and they can have pot while they drive. Don't what? do that. Nobody do that. It was what I think about a character. When I think about NASCAR growing up, I thought about <laughs> all the people who couldn't stand Jeff Gordon, and then like the people who loved Dale Earnhardt Jr. But they were characters. The Intimidator. They, right. They were. were real. I grew up. I grew up, everybody I knew who was an adult who was in the cars, Earnhardt. Earnhardt was in the Muppet movies. But there, there's something, too. We, we tied it in there with the WWE where if they get somebody who really, like, grabs the mic and goes over the top, I might get back in. Like, by back yeah. in, I mean just curious of what's going on over there and maybe actually place <laughs> my money on a race. So, guys doesn't care if the person can drive, what they drive, who their sponsor is. Can they cut a promo? That's it. Can they cut a promo? Levac, that's a lot of sports. That's yeah. a lot of sports. That's boxing. Well, that's... you know this uh, Lord Byron here. He's driving the twenty four car now. Ooh. So can he cut a promo? No. Uh, his I... name is Byron William. But I feel like if your name is William Byron, it's like. And then on the fourth turn of left, I felt as though I had complete control of my motorized chariot, as I went. Vroom, 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 all the way to the finish line with the flag of checkered white and black. I'm not going to wager on him. Nope. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like how he sounds. I saw Michael Chandler. I don't know if you saw this. Levesque. Ah, Michael Chandler. That's a, that's a nerd name. Like, he's a bad, bad man to have a nerd name. 
He wants to fight Conor McGregor. He called him so out bad. in front of, uh, I want to call it the New School Pond, the arena out there in Anaheim, California, in front of 14,000 on WWE Raw last night. So you got Michael Chandler out there. He's cutting promos. We know about McGregor. That's a lot of sports. Maybe maybe this is what's happening as they get older. Like back in the day, it was just like, who are the best teams? Who are the teams who are local? Who are the teams that you want to root for? Now it's what athletes can entertain me the most. This is pure entertainment at its core. If you can entertain me, I'm hooked. That's the name of the game. And NASCAR needs a uh, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you know, first and last. All right. Uh, when I think of Jesus, I think it was a baby in his little swaddling. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> seen that I can do this all day. I just, I just want now this. Now that you've said it, I just, I want to do a NASCAR podcast where we just, we just do that voice and try to anger everyone who likes NASCAR. I don't want to anger them. No, 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 no. I don't want to anger you them. You think that they heard what we just did and they're like, oh, they get us. I think so. Let us know. The, I think the Lord Byron bit they kind of liked. <laughs> they were probably into that. But as we sat there and, I mean, that thing you said about cousins, whoo, that's that's not going to go over well. Not at all. all right. You know they're going to call? <laughs> they're going to call USX Pest Control. Yeah. To get you out of here. They're going to say, hey, can you give me the non-chemical exclusion package to get Gaz out of here? I want Gaz gone. You know what? Maybe guys can save our relationship the way USX Pest Control saved his marriage. But my marriage is still fine. It has been yeah. fine. You're welcome. USX because since May, USX Pest Control has been coming to your house. My Sometimes home, you've been home. My home is safe. Sometimes safe. you haven't. Wait a sec. My home has been safer thanks to USX Pest Control, whether it's Frank, Tim, Victor, all good-looking guys. Hey. Sometimes, okay. USX Pest Control. Is Wait a minute, who's flirting with them? You were the one. No, 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 no. This <laughs> Kristen sets up the appointment. She does text me. I do know when they're coming over, and they go through whether it's the attic, the basement, up there in the spots that I don't get up into. USX Pest Control. <laughs> this is your fault. USX Pest Control can help you. The free inspection <laughs> is available to you. Call them today to set up the platinum package. Become a member of the platinum package. See how great that package is for you and your family. Check out their package. <laughs> USXPest.com. We're going to be back after this. Well, back for the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. And I am currently uh, the number one passenger almost driving the struggle bus. Uh-oh. I broke my mouthpiece. Again? The Well, I, I'm waiting for the new one oh. to come in. So but basically what happened is I broke like half. So it still, it still kind of works. It helps out a little bit, but I keep waking up. I keep having. I've, I've realized what's happening, because the mouthpiece makes it so much easier to breathe at night. I've now, I'm completely unaccustomed to the way I used to sleep. I used to sleep where I had severe sleep apnea. My snoring was ridiculous. So now that I've been sleeping so good for so long, I'm I'm having nightmares about claustrophobic situations. Because I can't breathe. It is ridiculous. My brain is 100% yelling at me for not being able to breathe during my sleep because I've been able to breathe so perfectly for so long. So I reached out to Dr. Dreer and I'm like, listen, I know it's, you know, this custom made mouthpiece, this new one that you guys are getting for me. And I reached out to Lorianne in the office as well. I know that it's not like you just snap your fingers and it shows up at the door. But oh my God, I need it and I need it bad because this has been, I am sleeping like straight doo-doo. Doo-doo caca pooey, as scientists would say. That's how I've been sleeping. I, I I can't believe I waited so long to call and to go see Doc Dreer and the team at the Integrative Sleep Center. 
If you snore, if you have sleep apnea, if you're always tired, you got to make the call. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsam Spa. They are so helping me sleep better, and they can do the same for you. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Such a difference. I hate it. I hate it. I'm such a miserable prick today, too. Like, it's been a bad day. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not having a good day, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, you know, I'm all, I'm already claustrophobic. So now I'm having these nightmares about like, you know, hallways that are getting tighter on me and everything like that. And it took me like two nights of this to go, why am I having the same dream over and over? Oh, because I can't breathe as well because my mouthpiece isn't right. I would say fears for you. Phobias. That is the number one phobia. People are afraid of spiders. People are afraid of heights and commitment is high on my list too. Oh. That's also suffocates though. So I guess it goes back. I guess it all kind of plays back together, you know, but no, not breathing is the, is the freaking, it's the worst. It is the worst. Uh, like any situation that restricts your breathing, I'm not okay with it. Let me put you in a good mood here, LeVac. Okay. It's been an interesting day. It's an odd time of the year of sports. Some people like to go on vacation at this point. If you heard our friends, Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd, they're both on vacation this week. Yeah. Real crappy lineup until you get to us. But it's a heavy college hoops night. The NBA is taking a few days off because the all-star break. So I'm not sure if you saw this. Have you seen, you know, we talk about Syracuse. And again, one more reminder on our sister station, GY, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Tommy Corporate. Ding, ding, ding. We haven't talked a lot of St. John's basketball. No. Rick Pitino is in the news for what he's done to his players. Have you seen these comments? Yeah. I, I mean, I I haven't, like, seen them. I heard I heard it the first time he did it, and I was like, Wow. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you scroll way down? I don't even know if you know this part's on the run. Way I didn't like, know you knew there was a run. Run is how we plan the show, by the way, everyone. Go down to the way end there. I actually copied and pasted some of these quotes. Let's do this for those who haven't heard it. Okay. Can you read those quotes as a WWE heel? Rick Pitino, a Hall of Fame coach, has gone full bad guy on his own team. Let Levesque, go ahead and read this. I got some music here, too. Okay. I brought some music to the show. Joel? Joel is slow laterally. He's not fast on the court. Chris? <laughs> slow laterally. Sean Conway slow laterally. Brad is physically weak. Drissa? <laughs> slow laterally. Slow laterally. It, 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 sure. It's a good group. They try real hard, but they're just not very tough. It's not the job. You could be at Missouri, <laughs> the great unwashed of Missouri, and recruit slow players. Believe me, it's not St. John's. We had to put together a team at last second. We never, ever will do that again because it's slow laterally. Guys, you look over here and you say to me, you say laterally, are you quick? I say no, they're not quick. <laughs> Joel is slow. Chris is slow. Dress is slow. Sean, slow. Laterally. Can't move side to side. This is the most unenjoyable experience of my lifetime. And I've been on probes for prostitution. Wait a second. I was in Boston. Wait a second. I tried to get Patrick Ewing to shoot three pointers. This has been so disappointing. Those, those last 10, 15 words, you had gone word for word until adding in the 
The ladies. That was word for word from Rick Pitino from a press conference, except those last few that you heard me giggling Well, at. you wanted me to be like a wrestling heel. <laughs> this what? is the most unenjoyable experience of my lifetime. This has been so disappointing. This is like if you go to like the runner-up for an Emmy or a Grammy or whatever, and you go, hey, what are your feelings on this? And they're like, it's not my fault. You see these background dancers? Slow laterally. Can't even move. You see my background singers? Not tough at all. They got no wind. Look at that fat chick. She That's a guy? That's a guy. Oh, listen, look at that fat guy. He can't sing. Let's address this. It's not this. my fault. <laughs> I didn't do it. Let's address this. You listening, you are either one of two people who just heard what we just did. There's a group of people, probably older men. I'll just label them what they are. Older men. Who are all faster laterally than the St. John's team. Who just heard the last three to four minutes of you and I talking about Rick Pitino, and they're like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why this is a big deal. Like, the coach said the players stink. He's being honest. That's a coach I grew up with when I played sports as a kid in college and high school. Coach said you stink. That's sports. The end. Like, that's probably older men don't even get what we're doing. This is a little skewed towards the younger because the younger sports fan, the younger athlete, hears this, and especially the younger fan, is like, Rick Pitino's so mean. How's he ever going to recruit in the portal? How's he ever going to get an 18, 17-year-old to play for him now? Which there's truth to that, too. Like, depending on how old you are, you heard those quotes, and you're either feeling like athletes are soft or coaches are being too honest, and you're probably both right. Like, I don't even want to take a stand on this. Do I think Patino was a little too hard? Yeah, I do. I don't. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. If he took any responsibility or accountability for himself, he was not too hard. But the fact that it was all that these guys, oh, we had to recruit last minute. Like, like it, in my head, all I'm hearing is, how many strippers do I need to employ to get a better team? <laughs> like, how many how many hookers need to be on my speed dial? Like, how, how many times do I have to put John in St. John's? John is usually like a client of a prostitute. To get the team I need. Because it doesn't last minute recruiting and this, that. Hold on. You mean to tell me that the dude who turned the Iona Gales from like a, okay, Mac team to a team that could compete at the top, top level pretty much overnight, just when he got to St. John's, all his notes were gone? Like you, Rick Patino doesn't recruit based on the team. Rick Patino recruits based on Rick Patino. So like for him to sit here and be like, oh, last minute recruiting, that's how he did so bad. No, 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 no. You did so bad because you went after the wrong people. The team's not good. They're not buying what you're selling. Something. But just sit there and just pretend that the entire team is slow laterally and, and laterally and that caught you off guard. Like, like did all of a sudden, like, you know, they got there and he's like, wait a minute, I haven't seen one of these guys go quickly to the left or the right. <laughs> wait, yeah, coach, we showed you their film. Are any of them fast laterally? No. Are any of them tough? No, no. There's also a part of this, this kind of little senioritis is the t- term I like to use, where you're going to say things that you really don't care what the repercussions are because you'll never see these people again. There's a little bit of that to Patino here. Like, I don't care. Uh, they're not going to be here next year. You know, I'm going to know these kids. I'm in my 70s. I'm going to know these kids for about five months. You know how many right. people I've known for five months of my life? I, I'm good. I don't care what you guys think about. And I'm telling the truth, by the way. So Patino doesn't care. Was It just caught me so off guard. I think that's a lot of people were like, Nobody does this anymore because of the NIL and recruiting and how different an athlete is in 2024 that when a coach is brutally honest, 
people react, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like, you know who the ultimate one is? And Patino's up there. But it's Tom Izzo. Like, when Marsh rolls around, Tom Izzo's going to get in the face of one of his players, or he's going to yell and scream. You and I covered that tournament a few years ago where it was a very quiet day, and the only story was Tom Izzo yelling at he's the guy. He's mean. Right. So, look, however old you are is probably how you reflect on the Patino stuff. I did find it entertaining. And we've we said this support about college athletes, too. If you're an NIL athlete and you're getting paid more than anybody else ever before, the rules do change for yeah, you. Positives 100%, 100%. and negatives. The only problem that I really had with it, and and again, like I said, I would have preferred if he had if he had somewhere in there, like take a little more accountability than just the we last second recruiting. Like if he had gone, you know, we didn't adapt quick enough to what we saw were their weaknesses, something like that. Like as a coaching staff, once I realized who I was going to, to war with, and that they're all slow laterally, which is just now it's going to be my way to insult people for anything. <laughs> Then I we should have adapted our style of ball. The the one the one like I wish uh, Annie Agar would just do this whole press conference like she'd act it out, and then when he goes, you could be at Missouri and recruit slow players. Just have somebody in a Missouri hoodie like eat popcorn. Like what? 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 Because <laughs> here's Missouri's getting shrapnel for being slow, catching strays. Yeah, just like what? How you doing? Wow, he's really tearing his players. But wait, what? We're slow? Are, are we slow laterally or just slow? Like, are we? Which one is it? Yeah, that like if I'm Missouri, I'm like, yo, I don't care how we get some, but I want a piece of St. John's. There's the 30 for 30, the pony excess. There's a great line in that about after SMU's program got blown up, they had to bring in basically like the replacements, like the worst players around. And one of the guys was terrible, and he had a great quote. He goes, We were slow, but we were also short. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, imagine. I and also I hope that this conversation has has been had in a gym. Like I'm hoping that during practice he's gone. Joel, Chris, Sean, Brad, Drissa, you're all slow laterally. None of you are quick laterally. Pick up the pace because imagine if they're sitting there they're like it's a rough year, but at least we know coach has our back. We're what? St. <laughs> John stinks. They're not very yeah. good. Sorry, Sienna fan. You're not <laughs> you're not very good. Although Coach Mike Dean had a great quote with us talking about change of athletes. They're not very good this year. Syracuse lost to Georgia Tech over the weekend. They're likely not going to the tournament. Colgate's our only hope. Come on, Colgate. St. John stinks. Thank you for that. I got to pick up toothpaste on the way home. I forgot. They're the only ones who have a chance. Uh, if there's any positive, and I don't even know if we're allowed to talk about this in 2024 with recruits, there's allegedly... You Albany, uh, maybe maybe coach will allow this to fly. There's the all-time leading scorer in the history of Buffalo High School basketball happened over the weekend. <laughs> this kid's name is Jaden Harrison. And I'm looking like, hey, that's a pretty cool. I don't know what happened with Spectrum News where it came through in Albany that they're talking about Buffalo. I know they've combined they, and everything. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's a real thing. So this so this Jaden Harrison kid's getting coverage across the country. I believe he only has two offers. Even though he's the all-time leading scorer in the history of Buffalo High School sports, once from U Albany. So there you go. If you want some future, things will get better, New York College basketball fan, and you might have one of the most prolific scores in the history of the state coming to the capital region. Now they offered him in 2022. It's February 2024. I'm not exactly sure what's going on over there, but there you go. There's there's some hope. I I guess we we tried. We tried. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, it's good. I. I do like sometimes when those like Buffalo stories slip through, like it's, it is, it is interesting to see other, other news. It's like, they don't, there's no real difference. 
it's just different towns and streets. That's it. The same reporting. <laughs> so every reporter looks alike to me. Um, it's kind of frightening that the automation is the term I'll use because it's a that's TV, but this is radio. Like Jesse McWilliam works for him. We know Jesse from the Capital Region, not doing stuff in Syracuse. Never heard of him. Uh, Jackson Wang does stuff. It feels like they could just. You don't know where they're from. You could say they're from Buffalo or Syracuse yeah. or Albany. You really wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, it's I, I, I'll, tell, I'll tell. I'll yeah. tell. I'll tell the truth. Uh oh. Um, one of the reasons I was told Spectrum doesn't cover arena football as much is because there is no arena football in Buffalo. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're in Albany. Yeah, but our reports are played there too. I'm like, we're New York's team, baby. It's the Bills and it's us. You might as well just get you know double down on us. We're like, we like that argument. We'll take it to the news director. And I haven't heard from them since. Um, <laughs> time for the play of the day brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. Um, Levesque, this- sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I have to go first. Why? I, I Why? I was go I had a good play. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. You have to go have first. To. Ryan, who keeps track of this, and you listening right the now. The Cardinal. Across the Capital Region. Today is February... 20th? If you got to ask, you don't get to go first. I'm going first because I have not liked a play better than today in 2024. I have never felt more confident this year than the plays I have today. That's how much I love these games. Okay. Tennessee money line. Last time I did that, they got beat. I'm back, baby. I don't care if they're playing an eight win team. Minus 850. We're getting there. Hang on. So if you don't like Tennessee, the other two I love. Okay. Creighton. Two-and-a-half-point dog at home against getting, UConn. Getting three-and-a-half right now. Even better, I think. Sometimes that doesn't always work like that when I hear the line change. But I like that one, too. I love Creighton at home, a wild crowd in Nebraska. They're going to storm the court. I want to find out if UConn, it's everybody versus UConn's the talk now. I don't think that's the case. Creighton storms the court, beats UConn today, and out in the Mountain West. I'm telling you, I don't know how often people watch Utah State basketball and it's on the CBS Sports Network. You know you have issues and you're wagering too much when it's 9 o'clock on a Tuesday and you flip on the CBS Sports Network. <laughs> but I told you this last week, the officiating in the Mountain West for home teams makes zero sense. That league wants six tournament teams and they can do it. The crowd at Utah State is just as good as the Cameron Crazies. It's that insane. They beat San Diego State. So give me Creighton and Utah State money line. Again, chop it up a little bit so the play is Utah State and Creighton Muddy Line. But what I would do is put a little sprinkle on the spread to cover yourself. If you want to toss in Tennessee, it's not going to really move it. But that's my play. Tennessee Muddy Line, Creighton Muddy Line, Utah State Muddy Line. And remember to sprinkle a little bit on the spread so you don't catch yourself. So you still have some profit at the end. I love that play, Lick. That's my favorite play so far of 2024. All right. <clears throat> my play, before I was so rudely interrupted, Um <laughs> So you know I love to do if I've got a ranked team on the road and the home team is is less is a lower rank or whatever. Um I, I like to and and they're they're given points. I'll I'll take them. That's what I do. Because of that, I've started watching Texas Tech because they were they were that team a couple weeks ago or like two weeks ago, a week ago, and they ended up winning outright and just looking dominant. Tonight they are at home against TCU, they're laying five and a half. I like them laying the five and a half. I think they win by six, seven, eight, nine points. No problem. I might even throw it together with the sprinkling of what you put together. But I got Texas Tech uh, minus five and a half at home tonight against TCU. Those are the plays of the day. Um, <clears throat> Just add a little bit more. The Big 12, that play, that's the best conference in college basketball. Houston and Iowa State played last night. 
Houston looks like a national championship team. People forget BYU's in the Big 12. Kansas has been a dominant force. They're like fourth in that conference right now. Texas Tech, the perfect spot for them to lay claim to be in a tournament team. Man, I can taste college hoops. It's a weird year, LeVac, that in the top 25 this week, these schools are getting votes. Grand Canyon, Appalachian State, <laughs> McNeese State, where the cheater Will Wade is. This, Indiana a, State's kind of come back down to earth, right? Yeah, they yeah. Have, but they were in the top 25. Washington State's in the top. It is a bizarre year in college. You thought last year was weird. It's going to get weirder come March. It, it's Listen, let's get the madness back. A little more madness in March. That'll be fantastic. Play of the day right there, brought to you by uh, Moak Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. Uh, I was talking to Andy Gelcher earlier today. Always good to see him. Uh, enjoy his company very much. Speaking of people who in whose company we enjoy, we just talked to him yesterday here on the show. Uh, Drew Prescott, Prescott Private Wealth Financial Services. This is the situation when you're looking at how you want to structure your finances, your savings, your your plan to to build your own private wealth. You need to have somebody you like. You need to have somebody you trust, you want to talk to. Uh, Drew Prescott's the guy. PrescottPW.com, P-R-E-S-C-O-T-T-P-W.com. Drew's the guy because you got to sit down, you got to talk to this person, you got to pick their brain a little bit, make sure they, they see the world the way you want to see the world and everything when you're talking about, you know, do I need life insurance? Do I need to move into more mutual funds? Is it an IRA? What am I doing with my money? Am I doing it right? Um, take me through the whole process, and that's something that Drew will do. And my favorite thing about it is when you go to PrescottPW.com uh, and you click on our team, it's Drew. Like, it's Drew. He's the guy. He's the one you're dealing with. He's the one who's going to make sure everything's under control. Uh, Drew at PrescottPW.com is his email. He's got you your back. He's got our back. And that's why we like PrescottPW.com. Drew Prescott. Tomorrow we have a uh, member of the Firewolves. 345. <clears throat> I've got Flock U. I'm going to be at uh, Crossgates in the morning with the Firebirds. I'm all over the place tomorrow. I can't promise you that I'm going to be in a better mood tomorrow. I can't. We also have lunch tomorrow <laughs> at some point. I don't know if that makes remember. me happy. Okay, good. I guess, but I just I'm at that point. We had a meeting today for the uh, for the Albany Firebirds, and I called the meeting, and then I got beat up in the meeting. Ooh. So, I'm I'm now fired up. Like I'm ready to go. But that just means that I'm going to be really mean to everybody here. Because yeah. everyone here is nice. And you, I like to punish good people. You're not too far away for kickoff to the season, just two months away. I mentioned, like, lunch. Like, you and I have a business meeting, I'll call it. It's like, oh, the Van guys are so busy. I heard they have lunch tomorrow. Like, you no, still no. got to eat lunch. That's right. We have some cool news, hopefully, we have from that meeting involving a potential charity that was involved with an event we held throughout the fall. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Fired up. I want to get back to winning. That's all I want to do. I just want to win. No matter what, it's all I do is win. All right, I got to listen. I got to go. I'm starting to ramble. I make no sense. I either need to chug an energy drink, or 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 go to bed. And I'm I'm going with go to bed. That's what I'm going to do. Hey, uh, guys, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9980. Hit the button.